Um, yeah, I, I think I have one. Like, I want to ask, like, do you uh, f- find training uh, Asian and Western like people differently or is always about the same? No, I, I think it's different. Um, you know, uh, I think probably the biggest difference is uh, a cultural difference. You know, um, but I think physically, physically probably too, you know, and I never really thought about that physical component, but, um, but I think, I think culturally is probably the biggest problem uh, between, not the problem, the biggest difference that you, you have, you know, uh, people in America, uh, even young kids, they have uh, either the good habit or the bad habit of questioning everything you, you say. Yeah. And and thinking that they know what they need to do, and uh, Asians normally they won't question anything; they just do what you they, you tell them. No, and yeah. I think both sides are, are kind of could be could have a negative a negative uh, impact. You know, yeah. um, to me, for example, one of the biggest. Um, challenges that I had coaching agents was that I really wanted, when I was in Singapore, I really wanted them to challenge me, you know, not to think because I have a name or I had some success with people or, or they, they had to do everything that I told, told them. Now. And I tried to teach them how to really express themselves. You know, I talked about this a few times and that's a very important thing. Um, and expressing themselves, you know, the Americans, they take it o- over the top sometimes, you know. Um, yeah. But it's about challenging the thought process and really teaching you, you know, what needs to be done or not. Uh, and that's by the actions that they do. So, yeah, I think, I think there's a big difference. And physically, probably, too, you know, you have, if you get, if you, you take a sample of any swim club in Singapore, for example, and you take a s- sample of, any swim club around here, you will see that the 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 people, the Westerner, the, the Western people are probably heavier, thicker, more mu- muscular. Yeah. And the Asian people are uh, less muscular, you know. Uh, also, also they say that the Asian people internally have more, more fat than. Uh, not. In, I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's like they said the African, the black people. The bones are heavier, you know. Uh, so each 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 race has a little different characteristics. So you know. So yeah, it's 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 different. But I think as a coach, for myself, the first thing that I had to think was about the cultural differences. Okay. Uh, I know we have a great uh, uh, we have a great audience. It's a small, it's a small, but it's awesome. Uh, uh, Bernard just asked, asked me if I had, um, uh, if I thought it was different to coach uh, Asian, Asian swimmers, Asian athletes, than Western athletes. And I, I, I just told him that yes, I think it's more of a cultural thing, physiologically too, but culturally it's, it's, it's bigger. Uh, anything else, you know, because 
I think I think these virtual talks are, are dying. So yeah, and it's okay. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. Morning, Serge. Morning. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Singapore's sort of opened up now, and um, I know a lot of the people are now back in the water. Um, definitely, like Ivan, Ivan, and uh, uh, Coach Taylor. Their coach, they everyone started on Monday morning, um, so I know they're doing uh, sessions. Um, yeah, so the participation here will be um, quite a lot lower. My my sessions are scheduled this afternoon, three till. Uh, 6 p.m. tonight. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'm not sure that there's going to be too many people logging on right now. It's okay. I think I think this is probably the last time I'll do it, and and then you know uh, I'm going to try to do other things and try to, but I cannot. You know, the same it's the same happening with every, the three uh, talks that I have. You know, the Spanish people probably is the one that has the highest number. I think last week we had a big number of people, but uh, it's it's kind of dying and it's a normal thing. So yeah, I think for us. Yeah, we just see uh, Arizona is being sent back home. They getting they locking up Arizona. Yeah, um, I, I haven't really I haven't had much time to follow all the news because yeah, uh, June fifteenth we started with recruiting, and between all the recruiting, trying to get back into the water and calls, 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 and uh, trying to do some stuff with alumni. Uh, you know, online, it's, it's just been crazy, very, very yeah. crazy hours. You picked up a good one from um, from Arizona State. Yes, a transfer kid. Uh, he's yeah. from he's from the area. Um, he's from like thirty five minutes away from here. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think I think our, our team is really is really it's really building to be very good. Mm -hmm. You know. So I think I think in the next couple of years, if we get to swim, <laughs> if this thing doesn't yeah. go to shit, you know, uh, I think will be will be very good. Yeah. Uh, one of my swimmers last night she got a she got an email from Texas Christian University. She's all excited, but sure. the, the email the email was um, uh, your target is to go one eleven hundred breaststroke and two. 219, 200 breaststroke. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that 219? They gave her like, they gave her the time in short course yards, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, I converted it, and um, I was like, 219 is like crazy um, for a for a girl. And well, um, yeah, but but, but probably for TCU, you know. Like 219 depends on, the, uh, you know, 219 will be, uh, yeah, 230, 230 something in short course, in short course meters, 230 low. No, when we, it was something like two, I can't remember now. I think it was two, 211 short course yards. No. Oh, 219. It, 219 it, was the conversion into meters. I mean, she, she's a, she's a 250 breaststroker. Uh, yeah. Age. 16, so, I was like, so, so, so what time they asked him? Yeah, I was like, I said, I think maybe you misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a mistake because they cannot ask her for 219 in short course meters. Uh, Correct. That's, that's, so, that's wrong. Like, there's like, there's not that many girls in the, in the world going 219. And TCU, I know James, 
uh, James is from England, and he understands short course meters better than anybody yeah. else. You know? It has to yeah. be a mistake. Because, for example, uh, I I'm, I'm recruiting brass strokers that in short course yards, you know, the other day we gave a spot to a girl that goes 216, you know. Uh, but, uh, in, you know, uh, slower than 216, I might not recruit because that's giving a spot to somebody that, you know, yeah. I don't have that many spots. But TCU, I think if they get anybody between two, 214 and 220, uh, 214 would be very, very, very good. And 220 would be probably very competitive for the conference besides Texas. Yeah, so I mean like I'd say I mean she she's she's a great kid but she's not a great swimmer um standard sure. um but um I I'm like I'm going to be honest with you we're we're not going 220 ever in your career. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, but um yeah so like I said to her, are you sure those are the times because it's way too fast um I mean you know, like I worked with Cameron Vanderberg, who's a sprint breaststroker, but even him on a 200 breast long course would be like 213, maybe 215. But I'm like, you expect it to go like four seconds slower than an Olympic male athlete is doesn't sound uh, right. She, she had to misunderstand. Understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know some schools have certain times that they tell the kids. Uh, it's uh, normally they're higher than what they have. Yeah. Uh, but no, I know James. You know, and from when he was a, a club coach, and you know, uh, I, I wouldn't think if he puts those standards that don't exist, like he's not gonna get any recruits. Yeah. So I, I mean, I asked her to print it off and and bring it to me to the pool this afternoon when I see her. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, because she also said. The breaststroke times would like crazy fast, but then freestyle would be 27.5, which is not that crazy fast. Um, sure. So, uh, yeah, either she misunderstood or there's a typing error or something. There, but it has to be a typing error. Yeah. If I look at, you know, I'm going to just look very quickly. If I go to the women's TCU. Uh, 200 brass. The fastest girl that they have is 216. In Shoko's yards. The next one is 217.19. The third one is 219.0. The fourth one is 219.26. You can you can see all those. You go to collegeswimming.com and you press uh, and you put on the uh, on the search TCU. Uh, uh, You'll see Texas Christian, click there, yeah. and then it'll go straight to the home allowed meets and the times, and the times you can find on the times. Yeah. Now, if you look, 216, 216 is, is, is okay, you know, for that, that conference, for that team. But, uh, like, you know, 216 is not going to do much against Texas, or, but it's going to do a lot against Iowa State and against uh, or West Virginia. That's the Big 12 conference, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, so, like, like uh, I mean, she and I, we, we went for a Starbucks afterwards and to discuss some things, but I'm like, yeah, um, th that, that's not even within her range. Uh, I mean, she's a, uh, she's at best, she's 251, 200 breaststroke. Uh, 
long course, which uh, we right now the way that she is like she's not going to go much faster than a two forty eight maybe, but uh, long course anyway. So yeah, it was just like surprising. Like for example, if you do the conversion of two twenty two sixteen. Uh, right now, the conversion, one of the conversions will give you 234.0 in long course and 232.1 in short course. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Too bad. You know. I have I one. One of, yeah, one of my staff has, uh, we were discussing the, the start in backstroke. Uh -huh. um, and we, we were discussing whether the the bum should be on the heels or maybe positioned for the start uh, away from the heels. So I'm on the phone. So either sitting up or with the bum uh, a little bit away from the heels. So on the backstroke, you think the ledge should be? Yeah. The foot normally, you know, I let the guys figure it out, but normally they have a little bit, you know, like this. You know, so this is the foot and this is the ledge. It'll be like this because while well, the ledge is going to be pressing. So, you know. But yeah, where if you think of where the heel is, the heel of the foot uh -huh. and and the bum. So I'm off the camera. The heel of the foot and the bum. So is the heel, so when you take your mark, uh -huh. uh, is the bum and the no. heel touching or they no. they separated? It's... If these are if, if these are the toes, yeah. and this is the ledge, uh, yeah. it will be like this. Yeah, you know, it won't be like here. Uh, no, and I mean. yeah, I do. And on the back, is the back? Uh, do you like to teach uh, a flat back or? A well, normally what I try to teach is like, yeah, they have, they cannot be like this. They have to have their eyes at the same height than the bar. A lot of people try to raise their head above the bar. I wouldn't do that. If you watch some of the best backstrokers, they barely raise the, you know, it, 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 they, they grab the, the starting block and then they move so their eyes are straight looking at the bar. And from there, yeah. instead of going like this, they push that way. Yeah. Make sense? All right. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people try to lift themselves up. So, the bar where the hands are, it sometimes it depends. It goes like they have the those things that you can hold like this, or they have the bar, you know. But the bar, they lift themselves so high that even their chest is above the bar. So mm -hmm. normally they, they, they go down and then go up. And you never want to do that. You want to be in a position where you have a good angle with your legs, let's say a 45 degree angle in a way. And then you lift yourself enough. So your eyes are at the bar, and then from that, boom, you take off. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So w would the bum be in the water or on top of the water? The bottom oh, of the, the bum? bum. The, the bum has to be underwater, normally. Well, I, 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 in, in America, because we don't have a flat wall, you know what oh. I mean? Now I, I wouldn't know what to tell you with an omega, uh, an omega wall, you know, because in America, most of the pads are on the gather, you know? Uh -huh. And you cannot have your feet on the gather. You know? Yeah, so correct. You have to, so normally, 
the, the ledge is always submerged. Make sense? Uh -huh. So the, pe the people, if, if this is, you know, let's say, if, let's say this is the surface of the water, right? Make sense? The top yeah. of the white, so the ledge is right here, right? And then the feet have to be like this. Correct. So the ball is, is kind of like uh, in, in the air. Not the ball, the, the heel is in the air. The, the top of the toes are pressing. And then, because if not, it looks like somebody's grabbing the, the wall. You know what I mean? Correct. Maybe if this, is, if this was the omega, the omega timing, maybe some people put it above the water. I don't know if it's legal or not. But in America, most of the places, everybody puts it on the water level. So your feet are never up. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Because if they're up, a lot of the referees and, and a lot of the reflex of the people are going to be to do this with the toes. I understand. Yeah. So that's a lot of the American people have a hard time with Omega walls. You know, yeah. like we have them on nationals, but most of the, the most of the, most of the, the bulkheads, most of the walls here of the touch pads are on the gutter. Yeah. Alright, and one last technical question from me is in fact this girl um, that we were speaking about now with the TCU, like her breaststroke pull down is just terrible. And so I, I was experimenting. I saw Molly Hannes actually doesn't do the pull down. I think she does a pull down off the start, but off of the walls she just turns pushes straight and then starts to swim. So I've been experimenting with that a little bit because um, uh, the girl, yeah, this girl, like when she does the pull down, the first pull phase is, is okay. But when she recovers the arms and the legs, she, she's just dead in the water. It's just the, that dead spot is like so bad and she can't figure it out. Um, what's your opinion on doing the, on sort of being disciplined about doing the pull down or, or not doing the pull down? I think I only had one girl so far that we tried not to do the pull, the pull up and I think it worked. But then when she went to the big meet, she got nervous and she did the pull up, you know, because oh. her pull up was the same. She pushed up the wall well, but when she did the pull up, she, she yeah. it seemed like she went backwards. It was oh. Yeah. You know? She would be going to the wall first. She would push up the wall first and we're gliding very well, and when she did the pull-up, she will come back eighth, you know, like two, two meters behind everybody. So we tried to just push, push, and then right before, you know, you, you feel that you're going to lose the speed, then start racing. And when she did that, a couple of the times that she did in dual meets, she was, she never lost ground. But I think as we got into higher level competitions, she didn't trust herself. When we went to the ACC, the conference, she asked me, it's like, what should I do? It's like, what have you been practicing? How do you feel more comfortable? Correct, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and, and Molly, Molly Hannes is a different swimmer. You know, the way she swims breaststroke is totally different than everybody else. And, uh, you know, uh, I think she's confident about what she does. Makes sense? Yeah. That's, that's the, the very important thing. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, ne I never actually considered not doing a pull down until I saw Molly Hannes competing without doing the pull down. And sure. I was like, actually, maybe, uh, so it, she educated it, me. 
and I tried it because of her. Yeah, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I saw her and I'm like, oh, wow, look at that, you know. So when I saw her, I, this girl is from Canada. Cameron uh, is one of my swimmers. She graduated this year, so we tried it. You know? Yeah. But I've never really done it with anybody else. Yeah. All right. And anything else, guys? No. Okay, uh, so are we talking about uh, just like general questions or? Well, yeah, I was going to shut it down because there's no people and nobody, you know, but <laughs> yeah. I, we'll talk about whatever, you know. I, right. If you have a question, let me know. And, yeah, uh, I actually have one uh, in terms of butterfly. Of course, I'm kind of weaning in butterfly to the, like, we only started about a couple of days, so I'm trying to, you know, slowly introduce it back. I, didn't, I wouldn't want to, you know, do hard butterfly now, but uh, just probably next week I'm planning to do it. Um, like I have a few kids who, when they're doing the butterfly, they do like kind of like, they tend to kick a little bit when they press their shoulders down. So like on the first stroke, when they go down, they tend to bend a little bit. And then so that when they start their second pull, they don't kick. They tend to glide. So, uh -huh. so have you tried to change that? And have you tried to teach them how to do one kick here and one kick? Yeah, yeah. So um, it works sometimes. So they'll, they'll be able to hold it for like 25 meters. Then after that, once they start to get tired, the habit comes back. You know, I, I, how old are the kids? Uh, around 11. Yeah. I wouldn't do more than 25 meters for now. You know, you can do 25 free. If you do 50s, you do 25 free, 25 fly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, doing the free, they get a little bit tired. And then the 25 fly, they have to hold the stroke very well. You know, and yeah. because, you know, when they go to a competition, it's going to be a little different. But the most important thing is that you want to get them into a habit of doing something good, even if it's short and, not, and at a high level. And every time, you know, you, you know, maybe next year you can do sometimes 1650s, one, 25, three, 25, fly with the perfect uh, kick, you know, and, and stroke. And the other one. Uh, 20, uh, all fly, you know, with, or maybe you can do a progression, 25 fly, 25, uh, 25, uh, you can do it the other way around. You can do uh, 20 freestyle, when you get to the flags, start fly, bam, 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 turn, you know, and do a progression, or you can do one free, one fly, you know, you can, you, you, you can figure it out, but they don't need to do, yeah. they don't need to do long distances fly. Mm -hmm. What they need to do is do it, do it well. And get into a habit of doing it well. Right. Make sure that they learn how to breathe. It's very important learn how to breathe. Because exhale, exhale. Because if not, more in butterfly, you will see as they get tired, they're gonna start lifting their head and breathe. And they wanna breathe because they haven't been able to excel. And when you don't exhale, you know, there's nothing that can go in at one point when you're tired. Yeah. Okay? So we're going to teach them to, you know, if it's 25, so okay, every time that you go, breathe out, breathe out. You know, when you're going to lift your head. And, you know, one kick here, one kick here, one kick here, one kick here. So I would start with the slow distances. You'll be surprised that then, then 11, they go to a meet, they'll swim 50 fly, and, and they're going to finish that 50 fly with perfect kicks. 
You know, when you have a brush stroker, there's an older brush stroker that they break down, but they're very strong and they can swim very fast for a short period of time. You cannot do a lot of brush stroking practice. You have to break it down. But it's still, you know, like, like Kevin Corbett couldn't do a lot of brush stroking practice in comparison, but still he will go 58 in locals. You know what I mean? Or 207. So you have to learn how to just build it slowly and not think because they're not doing a lot of volume of this, they're not going to be able to do it. Just practice perfect, not slow, perfect, perfect fast, and then increase. Perfect, perfect fast, and then increase. Right. I think, it, I think it's the best time right now because um, we're doing short course now. Uh, our long course pools are uh, being taken over by the national pools, so we, we have to do short course. And yeah, it, it's been good in uh, a lot of distances. I'm asking them to count and count and count their strokes. And it's been really helping. Like the kids can see the wheels are turning in their head. Sure. And, yeah. and if I were you, if I have uh, the younger guys, I would do, I do it with the, long, the older, but I would do short uh, school. You can be more attentive with the stroke. You can be, and if you really are motivating them, and, you know, and every once in a while you show them the long course, uh, the kids are going to love it. They're going to have always a better attitude in practice instead of like when you're in long course and you say, okay, 850 is butterfly. And you have five that they, they're going ahead and then another four that they're in the middle. And then some people that by the six have been locked. Mm -hmm. I've seen this yeah. in so many teams that you're like, what the heck, you know? But instead you can have it in short course and the people will normally are not going to get locked that easy. Makes sense. And that's a motivational thing too. And plus, they can keep their stock in butterfly and breast stroke so much better. So yeah. I think it's an advantage. All right, thanks, Adrian. You're welcome. Any other questions, guys? So how's the training going for you guys? Is it, is it okay? Petra, how is it going for you? It's okay? Yeah, training is going good. Uh, we have... Uh, uh, for us, we're, we're, we're still experimenting. We have uh, six people in a lane. So three people on the opposite side and three people on this side. And we have a formation uh, to keep them, you know, socially distant. Um, it's going good. Um, you know, everyone's following. The only problem is outside of the water. You know, when, when they go outside, they want to high five their friends. They want to, you know, hug their friends. So that we got we to gotta watch out for that. But inside the water, um, yeah, no problem. Awesome. Okay. Some of the kids came back a little, you know, a little heavy, <laughs> pretty down on themselves when they come back to the water. You know, we just, that before they went inside the water, we were, I already had a talk with them about expectations and all that. So I already told them it's going to take, you know, a couple of weeks to just get back in the groove. And, but, you know, some of them are still impatient and they want to they get that feeling straight away. So they just got to talk to them more. Uh, but, yeah. We just gotta be patient, you know. We, yeah. we don't know what the future is gonna be. Um, like for us right now, with all this, uh, so many numbers are spiking up. You know, thank God, uh, uh, so far our state has been very good. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they're gonna close a lot of places for a while, you know. You know? Or close. Some people want them to close, and I think some other people don't want them to close. Right? So I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's just a fact.
Over here, over here in Malaysia, we're down to about 160 active cases. Mm -hmm. So only one. For, for us, we have a 2.5 million. <laughs> just, just a little more. Just a little more. <laughs> oh, I, I can assure you one thing. In, in your country and in many other countries, there's many more cases that they haven't been tested. You, know? you tell me, you tell me that in, in a country like India, there is over a billion people. And it's, uh, it's a great country. Yeah, I have great friends, but it's, it's, it's not the healthiest country in the world in many things. It's in the big cities with all the, uh, it's like Brazil, with all the favelas and all the poverty that they have. Do you think that they're not going to get sick there? And who is taking numbers there? Nobody. Well, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I just... Take one day at a time, put my mask every day when I go to practice. I'm happy that there's no neighbors around. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just do the best that we can with our current situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hope that it gets better. Eh? <laughs> awesome. Mm. Any other question for you guys have? No? Are you doing, are you doing dry land right now? No, it's time next week. Like, uh, I've been giving them uh, voluntary violence, not that I can do it, but it, I write in a paper and send it in a group message, but I don't know who has done it. I, I think a group of my swimmers have been doing weights and violence on their own, um, but we start officially next week. Next week, we're going to start doubles, uh, but I have two hours for each double, even though I'm not going to use them, because right now we're doing only five times a week, an hour and a half, and I'm not using the hour and a half, I'm doing maybe an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, but you know, next week we'll do doubles three times in the afternoon, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And we're gonna start with dryland outside with medicine balls and this. We're not gonna start with weights yet because we don't have a weight room, but um, our weight room is closed. So, so yeah, but you know, we're good. I feel, I feel pretty good about where we are. I only have, so far, 17 swimmers, so it's not that I have a lot. And I have one, one, person, one, one swimmer per lane, because I have 22 lanes. So, uh, you know, short course. I'm not doing any long course. I don't want to do, I'm not going to do any long course. I don't know, one because we don't have any competitions right now. Uh, so it's not necessary. And, if a competition shows up, we might have one in August that they're trying to prove, but I don't think it's gonna happen because Florida has gone so crazy. They, but even if that, I wouldn't do any locals. I just rather have the less contact possible for the people in the pool because they will have to switch it every day after us to shockers for the patrons. So so we're going shockers. Yeah. All right, guys, if, if you don't have any other things, we'll, we'll shut it down. And I'll Thanks probably send, yeah, I'll send, an, I'll send an email. I'm not sure what we're going to do with this because I understand everybody's busy and it's a tough time for you guys. Um, you know, uh, and I know, I don't know if we could do something on the opposite with this unite, but uh, 
I'll come up with something. I, 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 I think for sure um, I'm going to try to keep my podcast and I'm going to maybe record things on my own and put them there for whoever wants to listen to them. And, and if somebody has a thought, but, you, know, you guys can let me know. But, and then uh, we, can, we can go from there. Right. Yeah. Thanks. So, thanks, Coach, for putting these on. Uh, yeah. Then we've done like 15 of them, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's yeah been awesome. I think it's been great. It's been really good. Um, uh, like I said before, especially the the, the one on, on recruiting in the NCAA's. Um, I thought that was fantastic. And uh, uh, yeah, good. Just to sort of connect. I know, like Petra and I, we've sort of connected on over Facebook now. Met some new friends. Um, it also breaks up the monotony a little bit of being at home, sure. and um, yeah. So yeah, thanks. Uh, and, uh, I think I, for us, I think what we have probably we have online right now anywhere between maybe hundred hours, or seventy something to hundred hours yeah. of of talks for people to listen. And, you know, some of them is just chatting. But it's some pretty good things, you know, and I think that's when when people learn the most, you know. And I think, yeah, I think hopefully one of the things that people can can get from this is that at least from what I'm trying to do is to make sure that people understand that you have to be confident about what you do. You know, nobody has the right the, the right um, formula or the magic pill. Nobody, you know. Some people have a better system because they believe in the system so much better. And so, so oh look, we have here the... the Hello! Goodbye! Look at you. You, you. you came right on time. You know when, you know when the, the movie, the show is finished and the credits come out? You came out like that. Look at that. You figured it out how to do a ritual uh, background. So. <laughs> So, oh, you good? Okay, we're, we're we're about to close this shop, but um, you know. Oh really? Yeah. Seven <laughs> well, no, not for that because uh, Bernard had some questions. Uh, Jill had some questions. Petra had some questions. So, you know. so but there's nothing else to talk, I guess. All right. Yeah. I just finished. Uh, we finished streaming, so just came back. How, how how's the how's the training going? Uh, today we, we had a little bit of speed, so just eat about two and a half to two point eight today. Easy. They look they just they look awful. So. Another <laughs> <laughs> way to make it nice. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Just make it look good, and you know, do just you know, whatever. It's good. It's good. Nice to be back, and finally. Kids are happy. Attendance hundred percent is good. Everyone is keen. Everyone wants to go. So maybe let, let's say let's see if in three months you have attendance hundred <laughs> percent. No, actually, uh, to be fair, we have no problem with that because 50 percent of them on scholarship, so they have no choice. Hold on, hold on. My swimmers, uh, the ones that have a scholarship, I cannot force them to come. I know, I know, I know, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I could, I would. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to me, to me, it's a, it's a very simple, it's, it's a very simple concept. If you make, if I give you the choice to be part of a team, with the freedom of choosing, comes the responsibility of doing. And if, if we have practice from this time to this time, and we have this and this, you have to come every time. If not, go and play yeah. Monopoly or go and do something else. Yeah, but look, I'll tell you what, uh, my experience, right? So uh, in 2014, when I started team, so I had to, I had to get, rid, get rid of a few swimmers, which is, wouldn't train with me. They would train elsewhere and with me. And I said, you have a choice. You want to be part of the team, you stay. And you have to train with us. You have to train with your team. But what I'm just noticing now, uh, so no, like, honestly speaking, no pressure. Like, people just coming and, you know, if you want to be in the team, you have to be part of the team, so you have to be here. That's it. But uh, I've got, in the last two years, I've got a couple of people who moved to Nexus from different uh, schools, and those are struggling. They time to time would like, I'm not, I'm not coming today. Why? Uh, not feeling good or like don't want that all. Like I'm taking, I'm taking break. So they still come back. They, they train seven, eight, nine times a week, but they, they, you know, they are kind of, I would say this is different. They, they don't get the, all the sense of the, you know, being smashed together and be tired together and go through bad and good times together, you know? So I'm really struggling with those kids. And, you know, uh, it's hard to change. I mean, I mean, it's good that we have a still group of people who really true believe in what we, in what we kind of preaching and they still, they still do that. And some people, some do struggle, some people come and, and, and they don't. So I still kind of trying to make it work. Whereas, Anyone comes to Nexus, you have to be Nexus. You have to be Nexus swim team. You have to follow what we believe. And it will, it will yeah. take it will take a year or so for these kids to buy. Into it. If not, they're gonna leave and go somewhere else. The problem is <laughs> with this current situation. Uh, in the last two days, I've got two phone calls from parents. Parents just got jo lost jobs. Yesterday was another my top swimmer leaving because um, they lost they, the dad lost job. Sure. Uh, so it's kind of that's why I kind of didn't have enough time to Im embed that sort of uh, mindset. They had to go. <laughs> uh, but that's going to happen a lot if things don't change quickly. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I might be calling you for a job, Ivan. <laughs> well, <laughs> you will have one, you're welcome. <laughs> if, if football doesn't happen, I might not have a job. Yeah. I might, I, might be, I might be doing Zoom calls all day long just to see if anybody gives me a donation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I talk for food. I talk for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got just yesterday got a meeting with the head of department and they're going to make me to teach eight primary lessons, land-based, not swimming, PE. I was like... That's something I just hate to do. It. I hate physical education. Like I hate to teach kids who don't much I, care. You know. I don't hate physical education. I, I hate physical activity for me. <laughs> no, like it, when if you if you if you're a swimming coach, I, I don't know. I'm struggling. Like I'm not enjoying teaching physical activities. I just mm -hmm. can't. 
Now, I don't see, I don't see progression. I don't see learning. I mean, they learn, but so much, so I don't, so, so little, so I don't see. Like you know, did they, little, give you, did they give you a curriculum, or you have to make the curriculum? No, everything is done. We've got, we've, we, huh? Yeah. So um, everything. I mean, I've, I've got it. I mean, I used to work as a PE teacher for a couple for a couple of years, but and here they are gonna provide me everything uh, for year six. Um, uh, physical education curriculum but you know you know it's my problem you know how in swimming you know you go through the season and you see okay they can't connect stroke they can't do this and then they can and then they get better and then they take it to next level and then they improve time so you see re the real outcome you see the real you see that and that, that's why we love it that's why we love swimming because we see all these patterns and we're living uh, with our swimmers through this but you know uh, my experience being physical education teacher, uh, you know, it's all that kind of uh, inclusion and all that and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, little Johnny uh, at the start of basketball unit couldn't dribble the ball, but over six lessons still can dribble. But I, I say, hi, good job. Oh, yeah. yeah but but hey, hold on. You have, you, have to, you have to have a hashtag. This is what pays for my job. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, that's it. So then yes. you, have to, you, have, you have to be happy. So, so, so coming to, coming to the end of what I've started, uh, my question was, uh, so the guy talking to me, so I said, do I have an option? He said, no. <laughs> okay, I'm happy. <laughs> so, you know, I have no option. I have to support school in this such a hard time. Sure. Because they, they employed guy from Europe and they turned him around because they can't afford him because the numbers didn't go up as expected, you know. So... Coach Ivan apparently uh, second best experience in physical education at Nexus in primary section. It's unbelievable. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine if you enjoy doing that. You will be the king. You will be man. But it's it's easy money. So you go eight o'clock. You finish two thirty. You you three o'clock. You out of the school. Fantastic. Five times a week. Five times a week. Five six lessons a day. No pressure. How much, how much the head of the physical education department makes? What's that? What's, what's the salary of the uh, physical education, the, 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 the best, the, the head of the department? Ah, no, but it depends on school. You know, in our school, it's just a little bit responsibility points. It's about $1,000 on top. It's not a lot. Uh -huh. uh, so like you, have, I'm, you have to be a teacher in something else and then you do physical education. Uh, well, uh, well, how it works in our school, we have a we have a overseas overseas teacher co teacher teaching contract. Mm -hmm. So it's a base basic salary, it's overseas allowance, housing, and then responsibility points. So uh, in my case, slightly different. So I for for uh, being aquatics director, I don't get any responsibility points because. Uh, I negotiated my wife's job being overseas contract. Does it make sense? So I, for, for being, being, being head coach or aquatics director, I don't get any, any benefits. Like, so you use the Russian mafia to get a, a good situation for you? No, it's just me, me talking to another guy. You, know, like, you get me, you get my wife, you get my family. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It was much easier, you know. It was just such a, 
it, you know, my interview was like this, like you, you and me talking right now, but the difference only, I was talking to the guy I never seen before, I never met before. Uh -huh. And I said, oh, you have a, I have a, I have a uh, they've been advertising local contract as swimming teacher. I said, hey, my wife is here with me, she might, she might want to work as well. Oh, really? And we start kind of exploring this option and that's how it works. So I don't get any extra money for being head of department, you know. So, but I've got another thing. I'm just joking. <laughs> I know you are. Hey, Mr. Gil, how are you? Hey, coach. I'm waiting for my visa. Waiting for your visa? Yeah. I you just know. got it. I just got it yesterday. You got my visa yesterday? My, my, my visa. Oh. Oh. You know, in America, they, 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 they shut down the visas. Really? No more? I think a couple of days ago, the government said no more visas. Finish. No. It's, it's called, it's called uh, American Dream, Dream is Over. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but nobody knows. Yeah, I I think Trump is doing everything possible. I don't think he's gonna. He doesn't want to be president again. No, so, no, no, no. I think I think people talk about this. Too. It's it's just Un unless unless Putin gonna help. Uh, I think I think I think Trump realizes there is a lot more work than he wants, and uh, he's just lately he's just making even more smarter choices. If you wanna say smarter choices, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't follow politics, but that's what they say. Mm. All right, guys, I gotta go and entertain my children's holidays. Looks like so, awesome. Yeah, I, I just finished entertaining my children. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm gonna go too because I have to go to bed, but. I, I, I don't know if this is going to happen next week because all of you have jobs now and I'm the only one without a job at night. You know, at, 10, at 11 at night, I don't, don't have a job. So I'm not sure if next week we're going to do it. You know, uh, no, you, you just set up and you know, turn on and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if not, I can talk to myself. I, can, <laughs> I, I, I kiss myself. I, you know. but, um, but okay, guys. <laughs> You guys have a beautiful night, a beautiful day. Right? Yeah, you too, oh, Sergio. You know, Thanks so much. Maybe I'm going to go and watch some Korean. Uh, I like some Korean uh, shows. There's a lot of them in Netflix. So I've been watching some good Korean shows. I fall asleep at 2 in the morning. They're like, Thanks, Coach. Thank you much. Bye, guys. See you Bye. around. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Bye. Have a beautiful Thanks. day. Bye, then. Bye.